Hey, we're lucky today. We've got a very special guest in the studio, Giacomo Faluca, the chairman of the board and CEO of Palermo's Pizza, proud Wisconsin company. He brought pizza and he's with us in the studio. Giacomo, good to see you. Nice hey. treat. Good to see you too. Happy New Year to you. So we had you come in. We're going to talk about a bunch of things, but the impetus for this was there's a dispute brewing in Europe between PepsiCo Company, which does not just soda, but they do chips and snacks. Sure. And the big, big grocery chain over there, Carrefour, mm-hmm. about shelf space. Right. And what it costs and how it works. And mm-hmm. Pepsi's upset because they don't get the space they want. And mm-hmm. Carrefour says you need to earn it. Mm-hmm. And I asked you to come in because I'm looking at my phone now. You and I have this weird thing we do. I guess I do it, really. Mm-hmm. Where no matter where I go, I send you a picture. Yes. Of how your pizza is and where it is. And this one says, hey, I'm at the Walmart in Hilton Head. You've got a nice vertical column of Palermo's going here. (laughs) Looks pretty good. Shelf space. How critical is it to what you do that you get the right space in the freezer? Well, I have to back up from there. Because um, getting verticals is a lot of work. Getting shelf space, there's there's so much to it. And and it's... You know, we consider ourselves rock stars. If you're in the top 10 list, you're going to get good shelf space. If you're not in the top 100 or in the bottom 100, you're not going to get good shelf space. So our world is frozen pizza. You can imagine that a freezer section is maybe as wide as that wall behind you, right? There's a finite amount of room, and there's five times the products that want to get into the freezer space. So a retailer is going to say, well, why should I put you in? So we have to have good analytics, a good story. Good analytics would say, we're going to sell better than what you currently have. Because if we sell just the same, they're going to say, why do I want to put your product in? Because if I sell 10 units a week of this brand, and I'm going to sell 10 units a week of your brand, we're not winning. Yeah. Why would I mess with it? Exactly. Exactly. So it starts with a good story, a good product, a good marketing plan. But analytics is what really gets products in the door. And in terms of space, it's always a fight, no matter what. No matter how big you are, how successful you are. I mean, it's always a fight. That's the beauty of this business. Well, and it's so competitive, right? Yeah. The, the wall you referenced, Giacomo, is, I, I don't know, 10 to 15 feet long. Yeah. And now you can picture yourself walking down that space sure. in your grocery store, wherever you like to shop, and seeing it full of frozen pizzas. Yeah. So it's a very competitive space. How much How much of that going on behind the scenes is, well, th- this company also has pretty good numbers, and here's what they're going to pay us. Like, it, Are other companies sort of negotiating it against each other? Oh, yeah. You know, some companies back in the day would buy out. I mean, we'd have competitors long time ago. We'd walk into a store, <laughs> where's our pizzas? Oh, so-and-so just bought your whole sp- space out. Literally paying for the space. Literally paying for the space. And by the way, your product's in the back room. It's in grocery carts, you know. <laughs> That's how we learn. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it doesn't happen today. But, you know, essentially, <laughs> it 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 is, it is a... Um, it's a tough competitive game, but we've been at it for so long, and you know sometimes we win and sometimes we don't win. It, it, it just comes down to how well are your products selling. So if your products are selling in a in a high range, you're gonna you're gonna keep your shelf space, and 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 get more, and you'll get more promotions because it's a product that's relevant to consumers. Like here's another one I sent you. Yeah. Uh, looking good in San Diego. Wow, you have the whole end cap. <laughs> yes, yes. So the end cap, how the does that, cap. that's like outside the normal freezer space. Well, pizza is, 
a promotable product. I mean, pizzas are always on sales. So we're always promoting our products. So we may have secured an ad for a certain period of time. And so if we buy the ad, which is legitimate, we'll buy a, a spot on their flyer or yep. electronic or digital. And then they'll give us end space to put our product in because we need end space for that special deal. So end space is not always, it's just, it's temporary. So when you and hear, it really the, makes a big difference to have that promotional space. Mm-hmm. So when you hear the story about Carrefour and what they're doing with Pepsi and pulling some of their stuff off the shelves in, in different European countries, <laughs> I, to me, it seems like it, it, it's when the cable company or the streaming service doesn't have the station that you always like to watch. And then one tries to blame it on the other, and it's like, no, it's their fault. And the other one's saying, no, it's their fault. Is that kind of what this is? They're all just sort of trying to play the chess game? It is, and it's sort of like flexing their muscle. You know, we we take the approach that we have to earn everything that we have. We're not um, the king of pizza in the world, Palermo. So we have to earn it. You know, some larger companies might want to push their way in a little bit. And as a retailer, they're going to say, wait a minute, I'm, I'm the buyer here. You're the seller. I have leverage. I want to keep my leverage. So there has to be that, that, that respect coming from the manufacturer or the seller of the product to say the retailer is who we're beholden to. We have to respect them and respect what they say. And they may say, no, we don't want you or we don't want to do this. And uh, if a large company decides to flex their muscles, you know, sometimes retailers may not appreciate it too much. Giacomo Faluca is with us. I wanted to ask you about what happened in our place here. So Roundy's sells to Kroger. Correct. You have a relationship with Roundy's. You also had a relationship with Kroger because they're a big national company. Yes, with both. But when one chain buys another chain, and, you know, Kroger probably has their way of doing things. They have their preferred vendors. Sure. How does that upset the marketplace? How do you have to work to make sure that you keep the space you've earned and can maybe expand it? Well, again, I think it starts again with humility and respect. We, we have to approach it. Where, where does our value come from? I, I always say we're only as good as our last truckload of pizzas. <laughs> so that's sort of the attitude that we take, that we have to prove that we're worthy to be on the shelf. We're worthy to have more space, um, that we're objective. We're going to be hardworking, and uh, we're going to service your stores, deliver a good quality product. Um, and we have to take our egos and put them aside. So whether whoever it is that, that owns the stores, whether it was Kroger buying Roundies, we have to act that the same game plan that we had towards Roundies, we have towards Kroger. And all other retailers, like in Hilton Head, you were in Publix or Walmart, right, right. whoever it is, I think we have to approach it with that kind of respect. And um, um, not that we're anything special, although we think we're special. You are reading it right here. Yeah, it's very good, by the way. Yeah, 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 we are special. When you introduce a new brand to the marketplace, I think Surfer Boy is a good example. I've talked about that. It was on Stranger Things, Mm -hmm. on Netflix, and now you can buy it wherever you like to shop. But when you introduce a new brand to a a store chain, and you may not have the analytics, does reputation help you in that situation? Well, reputation absolutely does help. They want to know that they can trust you, that you're going to do what you say, say what you do, that you've got a quality product, that you've got a plant that um, we are a audit-ready facility. We're, we have third-party audits. So they want to know that they're buying a quality product. <clears throat> so, yes, reputation does help. But the story behind it, like Surfer Boy, you know, it's a, it was a very popular Netflix um, uh, movie um, with um, yeah, Stranger, Stranger Things. things. And, and so 
the retailers could see the hype around it. And they said, okay, you know what? There's a lot of hype. And uh, there are things that we can do to talk about that hype. So that gives them an opportunity to, to put that in. You know, we have other products that we launch that they may feel there's a need for. Um, and sometimes, you know, they say, look, you've got 12 spots. You want to bring these four in? Take four out, you know? Mm. And sometimes we can try to fight for the extra four. Sometimes we got to take it for ourselves. And we have to be honest to say, you know, the reality is all of these numbers are like the Billboard 100. They're all posted. Everyone has everyone's numbers. Yep. So we know if we're selling. We know if we're not selling. We know if we have momentum. If we don't, we know regionally if we're selling really, really well. Like in the Southeast, when we went into the Southeast, we were able to show retailers, here's our numbers all around your retail locations. So we had a good story, and our numbers told the story. So. Giacomo Faluca is the chairman and CEO of Palermo's. We're going to take a break, Giacomo. If okay. you can please stick around. They've I got will. a big birthday coming up. We talk about that up next on okay. WTMJ. I think you just disappointed Giacomo with that forecast. I disappointed it, 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 a lot of people. Audible sigh over there. Oh, oh man. Here, turn oh, on your microphone over there. There you go. Am I on? You love the weather? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> you love the winter? Love, love the weather. Do you know why? Why? Because people are inside eating pizza. No. Where do they go before they have to go inside eat? The they grocery go shopping. Store. Yeah, grocery they shopping. Do. It's like, yep. oh, my gosh. They load up the grocery cart. They love the grocery cart. Yeah. Yes. Hey, I have a packaging question for you real quick yeah. because there's always a mix. How do you decide whether you're going to have a cardboard box on your pizza where there's an image or you're going to have more of the, the cellophane wrapping where you can see everything that's on the pizza? You know, it's a really good question. Most of our pizzas have a card, have a, it's a paperboard box because when it's on the shelf, it, it doesn't fall over. So the, the um, overwrap tends to fall over and, and nationally it, it just gets all over the place. It's, it's not as easy to keep. However, Wisconsin, um, Illinois, Minnesota, they're really used to overwrap products. And uh, so there's a certain image with an overwrap product. If there's a clean cell um, wrap with just a label on top, um, the thaw-free cycle of a grocery store will sometimes create fogginess in the film. Uh, so you can't see the product. Yep. And the lighting will affect the pepperoni. Oh, yep. that's what? Really? Yep. Yeah. It'll affect the color of the pepperoni. Oh. Interesting. Yeah. Um, you guys have a big birthday, a big anniversary yes. coming up. 60 years. Congratulations. You're welcome. Not many family businesses are around for 60 years. Yeah, you're welcome. Is it? I know what you're going to tell me. I was going to ask you what the key is. You're going to say our people. Well, but, they but, are. But you I mean, live that at Palermo. We do. We do live it. You know, we spend a lot of time with our employees from an engagement standpoint. We We ask them about their jobs. We communicate with them. Um, we, we really promote an open line of communication. And I think we've been doing it for so long that when we ask questions, they're not afraid to answer. I mean, many, many years ago, no one would ask any questions that I'll be afraid. And so today we vote, we have an open line of communication. And I think it's really, really important. So, yeah. What's your favorite pizza topping? Anchovies and onions. I knew you were going to say anchovies. Together, You've told me that before. Together. That with, is with Parmesan cheese. So when you go to Palermo, it's called the, the Palermo. I mean, it's the Palermo-type pizza is anchovies, onions, and Parmesan cheese. Now, No sauce? And, uh, yes. There's a tomato sauce. Okay. And um, we don't make pizza with anchovies because it's an allergen. Oh. But I love anchovies. Interesting. I love anchovies. Do you guys do a gluten-free pizza? 
We do a gluten-free pizza for certain areas. Yes, we do. But it's um, um, it's a really tough pizza to make because we got to make sure that there's no airborne flour anywhere. No cross contamination at all. No cross contamination. Mm. What's more important, the sauce or the crust? <sighs> uh, the crust. But the sauce is a close second. <laughs> Your son was in here the other day, and he had the exact. I asked him the exact oh. same question, well, what did he John. Say? He had the exact same answer. He was he's, all about the crust. Yeah, the crust. He's wow, a crust he's, guy. he's a good learner. Yeah, yeah right. He's a crust You're guy. teaching yeah. him well over there. Yeah, but you know, everyone has what they like about a pizza. I mean, in Wisconsin, we're used to cheese. Wisconsinites like a lot of cheese on their pizza. Florida, the Southeast, not so much cheese. Oh, interesting. Right, that's why Primo Thin does so well. Yeah. in the South. What sort of pizza do you sell the most of? Is that is that uh, regional as well? Pepperoni is the number one pizza national. Yep. Pepperoni, sausage, pepperoni, two, supreme, cheese is four. And then it really drops off after those four. Hmm. And we have like 400 varieties that we manufacture. And for different regions, different parts of the country, different, you know, if we went out for pizza, the four of us here, we'd all order something different, right? I know you're eating cheese. Uh, I did. You know, it's just what I grabbed the first I opened. Yeah. I think the last time you and I made pizza together... Yeah. I went sausage, mushroom, and I do like black olive, but sometimes that doesn't work in the super hot oven. It's sure. great. It just fries it. Sure. Uh, but sausage, mushroom is a go-to for me. Yeah. It's a very subjective. How about you? I'm a pepperoni guy. Pepperoni. I, I like pepperoni onion. Pepperoni onion is a good combination. Yep. It's yep. a really good combination. Yeah, pepperoni. I love pepperoni. So I was out with you, and um, we were somewhere that doesn't specialize in pizza, but you ordered the pizza. Yeah. And I said, do you ever get tired of eating pizza? And you looked at me like, do you ever get tired of a- oxygen mercury? Right, exactly. I, the look you gave. And, and, uh, and are you constantly comparing, searching? Yes. Always, always. Today I had pizza for lunch. <laughs> if I go to your freezer at home, how many frozen pizzas are in there? Not enough. Probably two or three. Do you have a separate freezer for it all? Uh, no. Just I, I have uh, probably one, two, three, like three freezers in my home, you know. Packed with all sorts of things. Okay. So my <laughs> wife complains. She goes, how come you don't have any of the pizza I like? <laughs> That's a good question. There are times that she will go out and buy our pizzas because I don't have it at home. <laughs> That's funny. Giacomo's wife comes home from the grocery store with pizza. Like, dang it. She loves Connie's. She loves Connie's. Sure. She loves screaming. Delicious. Yeah. Giacomo Faluca is the chairman of the board and chief executive officer of Palermo's. Thank you for being so generous with your time. Oh, you're welcome. Thanks. It was great to see you both. Yeah, you too. And happy, happy birthday. That's yeah. a big one. Thank you. Thank you so much.